you remember this when they would first wake up, they would kick in the crib like it's time to get me. And I would walk in and they would be all smiles. Because I was their rescuer. I had come to get them. And remember with our youngest son Noah. When I would carry, I would pick him up and he would be on my back. And I would take him to his mother to feed him in the bed. I'd be walking with him and he'd be patting my back. Because he was so happy that he was going to his mother. And it's so different when your children are older. They're both taking exams at university right now. And Selah called from Ohio State on Tuesday night and said, please pray for me. She said, I have my two toughest exams back to back tomorrow. And it reminds me when she asked us to pray of the kind of love that my mother had for me. Do you remember the kind of love your mother had for you? Next slide. Our, our verse, our action this week is to give thanks to God for a, a quality that maybe you saw in your mother. Or if you weren't close to your mother, a woman that you love. The kind of quality that reflects God's own love. My mother died 10 years ago. And she was brave and tough. But my mother also told the truth. I remember it was about three weeks before she died. And I held a higher political office. And she saw me on TV. And she said, and I was about to become a judge. And she said, you know, I don't think you should become a judge. <laughs> she said, I think you could be governor someday. <laughs> but not president. <laughs> and my mother said, you know, when you first ran for political office, your brothers and sister and I, we never thought you'd ever get elected. <laughs> That's 
the kind of honesty my mother had. Now my mother-in-law died three years ago. And she was very artistic. Which takes its own kind of bravery. But she was also very forgetful. She thought her children never did anything wrong. Especially my wife. She never thought my wife did anything wrong. So this week, think about something in somebody in your life that has loved you like a mother and give God thanks for it. At Easter, our daughter was leaving to go back to Ohio State. She's all packed up, walking out the door. And now we only see her about twice a semester. And as she walked out, she said, Don't forget me. And I thought to myself, You have no idea how much we love you. And that we could never forget you. And in our scripture today, God's special people, the Israelites, are saying, God, You've forgotten us. The passage we read, it's, it's in Isaiah, a passage all about the future and what's going to happen. And God says, I'm going to provide a way of salvation. That's coming. Next slide. But in verse 14, the Israel, um, I think we skipped one. Did we have to go back, um, go back, go back? There we are. So they say, but the Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. Verse 14. And in the midst of promising that there was going to be a Savior, God says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast? Could a mother have no compassion on the child that she has born? And we know that good mothers, they love their children, they'll do anything for them. I don't know about you, but I've seen plenty of tiger moms in American culture growing up too. But there's this there's this kind of love that a mother has for her child. And then God says, though she may forget, I will never forget you. Next slide. So the first truth is, and this is core to our belief. 
This is foundational. This never changes. God always remembers. More even than a mother with her baby. God always remembers. Are you with me so far? Mm-hmm. All right. And because God always remembers, the second thing is He made it personal. Next slide. Because God remembers, He sent His only Son, Jesus. And, and Jesus told a story very much about His situation. Jesus told a story, He said, It's like there was an owner of a vineyard. And the workers weren't doing what the owner wanted. So the owner kept sending messengers to say, You need to follow me, you need to do what I say. And they wouldn't listen. So what did the owner do? The owner said, Finally, I'll send my son. They'll listen to him. Then they killed the son. This is the picture that God said, I will send my son. They'll listen to him. He made it for two reasons. Next slide. He sent Jesus to be an example for us, to teach us. He was made like us, so we'd have a brother. I want you to understand how much of a close family connection this is. So many words in the Bible that kind of seem to separate us from this central idea. I'm sorry, say it again. There's so many words in the Bible, so many concepts, that we get away from this single idea. God the Father sent Jesus the Son. To be a brother to us. And Jesus said, As I have loved you, love one another. Didn't we sing about it this morning? Next slide. What a beautiful thing it is. This is what Jesus is modeling, where there's gentleness, warmth, and love. 
they didn't recognize Jesus as God's son. Like the vineyard owner's son, he was killed too. But the Bible says it was as a sacrifice for our sin. Next slide. And we see that that that's about to happen even in, in this Isaiah passage. Verse 16, see, I have engraved you on the palms of my hand. I've thought about getting a tattoo. I think people get tattoos to remind themselves. I know some people get tattoos to show off the tattoos. If I got a tattoo, do you know what it would be? Marks in my palms. To remind me that Jesus died for me and for you. And Jesus says, I have you engraved on the palms of my hands, I remember. When he rises, Thomas said, I won't believe unless I see the scars. And you wonder why when Jesus' body is resurrected, why are those scars still there? Because he got a new body, right? But the scars are so important. Because it shows how much he loves us. And then it sees, next slide, that when Jesus rises from the dead, it says he would be the firstborn among many brothers. So let's see where we're at right now. First of all, God remembers, right? He always remembers. Even more than a mother loves her child and remembers her child, God remembers his children. Second thing is God makes it personal. He sends his own son Jesus to the earth. To be an example and to die for us. So that Jesus might be the firstborn with many brothers. I was in an election and I was at the board of elections. There were all these crowds of people there. 
People singing and chanting on drums. Mostly not voting for me. And they were shouting, This is what democracy looks like. Next slide. This is what brotherhood looks like. It says that Jesus would be the firstborn among many brothers. And, and my translation, brothers and sisters. Next slide. So in Ephesians it says, we're not foreigners or aliens anymore. Fellow citizens with God's people. But even closer than that, members of God's household. God never forgets. Sends Jesus to be his son, to be brother to us, to die for us. Jesus is the firstborn with many brothers. We're members of God's family. Next slide. And Jesus said, but there's a lot more out there. I have sheep that are not of this pen, I must go to them. It's true in that passage. It's also true in the passage from Isaiah this morning. Next slide. This was never just about Israel, but it's about the whole world. God says, it's too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back Israel. That's too small. Gentiles. You're going to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. So what does that mean? I mean, what does it really mean? Think about this story. Next slide. This is a picture from the early 1980s. You can tell by the hair. They all lived in the New York City area. Three identical boys, triplets that were separated at birth to different families. And nobody told the families that they were triplets. But they were doing a study to see how triplets would be different in different homes. We usually try to keep families together. Siblings. But they wanted to study, and, and they, it was legitimate for them to place them for adoption. 
他们想要做这样的研究，同时也是合法。他们想要，所以他们就把它放到三个不同的领养家庭。So what happens is Robert, the one in the middle, goes to a community college when he's 19.所以在呃中间这个 Robert 他在十九岁的时候就去了一个社区大学。And everybody's coming up to him saying, "Eddie, you're back."大家都会说，Eddie，你回来了。He kept, he couldn't understand it, and finally they showed him a picture of Eddie. 所以他他实在不了解为什么大家叫艾迪，他之后他的朋友就给他看了一张艾迪的照片。And Eddie had dropped out. 因为艾迪他辍学了。So they took him to Eddie's house. 所以他们就把他带到艾迪家。And him and Eddie, the two on the end, they're identical. 所以当他看到艾迪这最左边和中间的，他们看到他们是完全的同胞。Big news story: these twins that were separated are now back together. 所以这是一个很大的新闻，这三个三胞胎者终于又复合了。Till David saw the newspaper article. 直到David看到了这个这个新闻。And David drove off to meet Eddie too. 所以这个David他就开车来见艾迪。and think about the emotional amazement of these three that were separated at birth who look so much alike. And I wish I could tell you the story has all kinds of happy endings. It really doesn't. But think about the emotion of them finding each other again. The reunion, they were meant to be together. Can I tell you that God desires his children even more? He longs for his sons and daughters to be brought back. Look at the last verse of our scripture this morning. Lift up your eyes and next slide. Lift up your eyes and look around. All of your sons will gather and come to you. It's that emotional reunion where God gets to have all his children gathered. Do you remember Jesus said that in Matthew when he looked over Jerusalem? Like a mother hen would gather its chicks, how I long to gather you all in. 就像一个母鸡把它小鸡群重新放在它，呃，重新。But this verse talks about the celebration of all of God's children, of His followers being brought together. 所以这里在说，就是神把他的子民全部重新聚到他身边。Because of that, the last words that Jesus used. Next slide. 所以这里说，耶稣就是说使用最后一个字是。Go and make disciples of all nations. This whole sermon is an emotional appeal to you. That God calls us to share the gospel. 
Not just to go and make disciples or followers. These are your brothers and sisters. And in the same way those triplets were separated, God longs for them to be brought in. The word brothers and sisters is on almost every page in the letters of the New Testament. Look at the book of 1 Thessalonians. 15 times, brothers and sisters. Next slide. In other words, go find your brothers and sisters. Our Lord longs for us to go and tell them. To tell them about the love of God our Father. To tell them that He has a Son, our brother Jesus, who died for us. To welcome them home. Who are they? I don't know. But I know they could be our brothers and sisters, and so we share our lives in the gospel with them. We tell them how much God loves us. And we do it because God never forgets. He longs for those children to come home. We did it because God sent His Son to be like us, our brother, to die and make the way back. And because God remembers, we remember too. Next slide. In my opinion, in these last days, God has moved in a powerful way. In these last days, God has moved and is moving in a powerful way. Last days. These last days, yeah. I don't know how much time is left. But I do know that God is moving in a powerful way among Chinese-speaking people. And I know these two things. We're to share the gospel with people because of God's family. We're to share the gospel with people because of God's family. The second thing is we're to love each other deeply. So we reflect God's love to others. It's hard to invite people to a family gathering where everybody's bickering and fighting. This is my favorite picture from before the pandemic. 
One of them is a small group Christmas celebration. And the other is the teaching on Nehemiah where we made headbands and looked like ninjas. But because of God's love, the Father, He calls us to bring His children home. And that's the reason to share the gospel. Will you please pray with me? Thank you, Father, that you loved us enough to send the Son. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're our, our brother, our Savior, and our friend. God, would you help us to, to reach out to those around us who may be brothers and sisters who should be with us. Help us to do it to, to fill your heart, God, with your children. God, we'll leave you in control of decisions people make. But help us to share a Father's love for us. And the salvation of our brother, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen.